This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. It is another episode, episode 20. My voice is unrecognizable. <laughs> I'm serious, y'all. This weather's got me, y'all. I'm, 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 I'm here, but I'm not here. I'm kind of here. What's up, Vi? I can see you. What's going on, man? Not much, brother. You ain't got any canaver disease, do you? <laughs> Don't even go there. <laughs> Glad ain't come. Glad ain't come. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, you be glad. Be glad you stayed distant. You're remote today. Be glad. Be very glad. All right, episode 20, y'all. Uh, don't forget, we are uh, the uh, Opinion Culture Current Events Podcast, and, and we do it every single week. Every Sunday, we tape, and you could be a part of the live taping. Uh, the information's on at the at the. Um, G podcast. This at this is the G podcast on Gmail, and uh, I'm Tommy B, your host. And um, as we tape, it's All Star Weekend, y'all. And Tanya B's in the building. Tanya, you in Chicago? Don't lie. Huh? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not lying. I'll just say I'm somewhere in America. <laughs> That's how she's from. Somewhere in America. Tanya B, I know you're going to an after party or a pre party or something, but it's uh, it's All Star Weekend NBA. And, and, you know, the, the favorite thing for me is the, the, uh, the dunk contest. And uh, I know some people complain that the main players normally don't, don't get involved um, in the dunk competition. But it was nasty this year. I mean, you got Derrick Jones Jr. from Miami. Uh, he just showed out. Uh, Aaron Gordon from Orlando. He showed out. I mean, it was a dunk off. It, it, it got kind of controversial. Vi, you, watch, you normally watch uh, ESPN, right? Did you yeah, see not this year? Then. You didn't see it this year. Did you see the the highlights? I, I I heard the talk about it though. You heard the talk. Okay. What about you, Tanya B? Mm-hmm. Did you check it out? I saw how what's this? Is it Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks missed a lot? Oh he yeah. Said they yeah. say when he's in in you know I guess in a regulation game he makes a lot more yeah. baskets. He missed a lot, but I mean it was just there for fun. Plus they have to play, so he needs to save his energy. Well, you know, he, well, you know he, for the real deal, he um, and it wasn't a good look. It was not a good look. I mean, he got eliminated first round of the three point wow. shooting. And well, I was but, trying to be nice. Damn. Yeah. But it's you know, but but he said this. I mean, you know, you keep in mind um, it's his first year. And, you know, yeah, he's, he's 21, right? He's, he's barely yeah, old enough to drink. Forget, you know, miss, you they, know when the what is that? The dunk off the shootout, whatever it is. Yeah, it was a three point shootout. And um, let me tell you, they had the uh, baby pictures posted. The NBA teams, all the baby pictures of the guys. Damn, he still looked like a baby. <laughs> he still looked the same. You tell. <laughs> you saw his baby pictures. Say, damn, that's Trey. He ain't but twenty one. He ain't but twenty one. So but he said basically, you know, all the press junkets, all the stuff they have to do, you know, and and he said he he didn't have his legs, and and you know they got to get used to it. You know, the vets know how to deal with it. The young guys, they get caught up in the hype. They go to all the parties. He probably partied out. Went out there, started shooting, you know, and you got and, you know, I play ball. So you got to have your legs when you shoot. And if you're not shoot, you know, if your legs are gone, you know, your game's going to be off. So, you know, I give it to him. But anyway, the dunk competition, um, there was some controversy over who really won. But uh, y'all check that out. I mean, I know they're going to have the highlights on YouTube and I don't want to get on that. Stay on that too long. Um, what's that? As I'm looking forward to what I heard, it was, it was nasty this year. Oh man, I'm telling you, Aaron Gordon, Orlando Magic, Derek Jones, they they're gonna have to do um, uh, some some type of rematch, man, because it was, I mean, it was probably one of the better um, competitions I've seen in in the last few years. But I mean, they, they nasty. They said put the eight eight. They said put the eight eight show to a shame. It oh. got to be bad. Oh yeah, it was it was nice. Mm. It, was, it was sweet. It was sweet. And uh, by the way, before we get into the real news, last weekend, I know we talked about the Oscars. We didn't go into detail, but we've been talking about movies. You know, the the Oscar uh, ratings last week, the worst in the history of of the Oscars, um, all the way back to 1974, when they started actually with Nielsen, uh, 23.6 million people watched. I just want y'all to know that before we before we got rolling. So, you know, Oscar's so white. I know, that's what I'm saying. People just don't care anymore. (laughs) I mean, I I want the one. Go ahead, Vi. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vi. 
I want, I'm one of the ones that didn't watch it. So, nah. <laughs> Tanya B, what you say? I'm one of, the, I'm one of the, two, the two more million. And you know what? What I did was I said, let me go on and DVR it, and I'll go back to it after the fact. I wanted to see the In Memorial tribute and what they did for Kobe. And I said, ha, ah, wait a minute. Yeah. I can just go on YouTube. I don't have to sit here. And that's three, three and a half plus hours of my life I'll never get back. And I just, I didn't watch it. I still, right now, I don't feel like I've missed anything. Well, you know what? I think think a lot of people feel that way, Tanya B, because, you know, when you got Twitter, when you've got just all the social media pretty much telling you what happened and all the video recaps, I mean, who cares? You know, you get all the highlights. You know what I'm saying? So I I, don't think it matters. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree. I think award shows just across the board are not what they used to be. There was a time when you had to be in front of your television to watch it or else you missed it. This is even pre and post VCR, DVD, DVR, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you don't have to do that. And now the, part of the culture is just moving away from it. I agree. I mm-hmm. agree. Who cares? You know? yeah. Before there was only, you know, you have other options. You know, I can go back and look at the Oscars from 10 years ago if I want to see something. So true. So true. What I, what I do. At our so, fingertips. Keep it, take, keep it moving right take now. going to be the death of everything. <laughs> Taking it all out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, y'all, let's let's do headlines because uh, we're going to have to do an abbreviated show because Tanya B's got some big wigs to go hang out with tonight. So you can give uh, us a full report. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm messing with you. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you got the parties. So uh, here we go. Let's uh, let's go into um, our headlines. And when we come back on the other end, uh, we'll talk about the headlines. Here we go. After coming in first and second in New Hampshire's primary Tuesday, Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg are now focused on Nevada and South Carolina, the next two states to vote. They are joined by the other remaining candidates. Sanders is now considered the front runner after Tuesday's narrow victory in New Hampshire. More than 294,000 voters cast ballots in that state's Democratic primary, breaking the record of 288,000 set in 2008 when Barack Obama's candidacy energized the party. President Trump thanked the Justice Department for intervening in the case of his friend Roger Stone. I want to thank the Justice Department for seeing this this horrible Mm. thing. And I didn't speak to him, by the way, just so you understand. As you heard the president suggesting he didn't interfere, the Justice Department decided to back off of its sentencing recommendation of seven to nine years for Stone, who was also an advisor to the president. The decision sent shockwaves through Washington and resulted in all four prosecutors to quit the case and one to quit the agency. The president's reaction to that? I'm not concerned about anything. They ought to go back to school and learn because I'll tell you, with the way they treated people, nobody should be treated like that. Stone was convicted for lying to Congress, obstruction, and witness tampering. Attorney General William Barr is set to testify before the House Judiciary Committee next month. He will likely face questions about political interference at the Justice Department. U.S. Attorney General William Barr says his decision to get involved with the sentencing process for Roger Stone was made before President Trump tweeted about it earlier this week. Once the tweet occurred, the question is, well, uh, now what do I do? And uh, do you go forward with what you think is the right decision or do you pull back because of the tweet? And that just sort of illustrates how disruptive these tweets can be. In a stunning move, Barr is pushing back after the president's attacks on the prosecutors, judge and jury. He told ABC News that Mr. Trump should stop tweeting about Justice Department cases and that he would not be bullied by anyone. To have public statements and tweets made about the department make it impossible uh, for me to do my job. Stone, a Trump ally, was found guilty in November on seven counts of lying to Congress, obstruction, and witness tampering. The White House claims the president was not bothered by Barr's comments. Former Vice President Joe Biden and Senator Elizabeth Warren, who are falling behind in the race for president, are now targeting Michael Bloomberg over past policing tactics in New York City and for his comments about a mortgage practice widely seen as racially discriminatory. New York's former mayor has now come under fire for comments he made in 2008 that tied a collapse in the housing market to a ban on redlining, in which banks declined to make mortgage loans to entire neighborhoods. Bloomberg has gained support among black voters in recent polls in the presidential race at the expense of Biden. Hey, y'all. Thanks again, Syracuse Mike, uh, for the headlines. But, um, you know, one one of the things I I, I do want (laughs) to... ask you guys about first um 
Do you think this is like theater between Barr and Trump? You think they just stage in this, this whole? Uh, I do. <laughs> Bad theater. Bad. I do. Uh, why, why do you think, Vi? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Why do you think? Because Barr didn't say Barr is a Trump supporter, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a loyalist. He just don't. He just doing what Trump wanted him to do. What? Why? What good reason why he? The man lied, right? Yeah. But what? So if you lie to Congress, you don't deserve time. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So what other reason? What, what other? Why, what other reason why he get involved? So you expect me to believe mm -hmm. yeah. that you plan on doing this anyway? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah that means I. <laughs> I discovered some oil. In my, I, hey, I discovered oil in my backyard too. I'll be rich tomorrow. <laughs> what about you, Tanya? Okay, Uncle Jed. Listen to a story about Uncle Jed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's like you said. It's very bad theater. Yeah. I think it's all you know. They sat in the you know they should have been doing real work. They just they didn't even go to the war when they probably just sat somewhere like you know. At in the cafeteria, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and just right exactly. Uh, oh no, he had was it um, KFC, KFC and cold fast food delivered, That's and they just sat there and wrote this down, you know, on a one ply napkin. Yeah, and you know anybody who supports Trump, yeah, is going to get you know they get a pass, and yeah. if you don't, you get fired. Well, you know my my whole thing yeah. when it comes down to bar. And Barr putting up this front like he's pushing back. It's just because the the real attorneys in the Justice Department are pissed off because basically you got this guy who's a loyalist and, and it's making them look bad. It's making everybody in the department from a credibility standpoint look bad because, you know, whatever he does at the top is going to reflect on them. And I think what he has I to do now is just make make it look as if he's fighting against the president where I, whereas I don't think he really is. I don't. I mean, I, 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 I don't, it's all theater. Bar yeah. is Bar, Bar know he got Trump support, but he is scared. Yeah. He's scared that he's going to lose. He's scared. He's going to lose all the people who work for him. Well, you know, and, and, and just as we tape the podcast, I think 1100 um, attorneys uh, wrote a letter basically asking for his resignation. Um, you know, so, um, he there's man, there's heat. Who does who who does, heat. who decision is it for him to make? Who decision is for him to quit? Ultimately, it's going to come down to him and and forty five. So we'll see how that okay, goes. Okay, so we'll who, see how it goes. Oh, so yeah. whoop to do? It's like I got the basketball. I said game over. Well, we <laughs> five of us. So you don't take the ball. Really, it's my ball. So yeah, what I know. You do about it? And that's the whole thing with forty five. It's his ball. And and it's going to be interesting, y'all. It, it's just gas on the fire. If you ain't ready, if you ain't ready to go to the polls right now after seeing all this stuff go down with Stone. I mean, it's like, you know, if, if you can stomach four more years of this, so, you know, maybe maybe if you want to deal with it four more years, you're going to go vote. But I'm, I'm, I'm ready to vote. I mean, candidly. Next thing. It's not even Stone four more years. Yeah, well, the, the candidate, the Democratic offer is just, ugh. Well, you know, let's go into that. Let's go into that. Uh, and then because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on the politics side of this. we got some other stuff to get into. But I know it is important that people are aware. And part of the journey of the show um, is to fill you guys in on what's going on on the political side. I know a lot of people are burned out on what's going on politically, especially after impeachment. But you do need to know what's going on right now at the top of the Democratic Party. You've got Bernie and Pete. Uh, coming out wow. of New Hampshire. Uh, of course, New Hampshire, wow. as most people have mentioned, New Hampshire is a different demographic. I mean, it's whiter. You know, it's not that diverse. So now you're heading into South Carolina where you got black folks and you're heading to Nevada where you've got a fairly heavy population of, of Latino, of, uh, of brown. So you got black and brown that's about to be injected into and the Asians. race. And Asian as well. I just yep. yeah, there's a big explosion of Asians in Las Vegas now So that should be interesting. So it's going to it's going to mix it up and it's going to have impact on on definitely Mayor Pete. Uh, because, you know, because of his, of his audience and, and even to some extent, Bernie, even though Bernie has a fairly decent population of, um, of uh, following in, in the African-American community. But also, interestingly enough, y'all, Bloomberg is really going after black folk. I don't know about y'all. I watch a lot of digital TV and I can't get away from a Bloomberg 
TV ad. That dude, <laughs> he bought up every he damn can thing. It. I mean, and all all you see is that ad from 2013 with him and Barack Obama. Oh my God! I I know it's a it's a mind (laughs) trick because you hear Biden say it, and he would always pull the Barack card, and now Bloomberg is pulling the Barack card, thinking people don't know any better, and I really hope they do. That Obama ad is everywhere. And it's just flooding. I mean, I I, I watch, um, you know, a couple of digital channels and, you know, like Pluto, you know, some of the free TV stuff and even going back to Hulu and back and forth. And man, every other break is a Bloomberg ad. It's it's crazy. It's cra- and it's and, you know, it's exactly what you said, Tanya. It's the it's the Barack Obama ad. Wow. That's right. Yeah. And we're not. Oh, and we don't I was know surprised that. that uh, uh, I think his name is Jeffrey Kennedy, the brother that runs the uh, the Harlem School Zone. He talked about uh, Mike got black, br- black and brown kids education. That is the follow up to the Barack Obama ad. But heck, you can watch you can go outside and watch the traffic go by and you will see that Mike Bloomberg commercial. Yeah. Yes, you will. It's every he is everywhere. He's buying up everything. And, um, you know, He's Bernie. It's got to be. It's it's not even close. Even Steyer, Tom Steyer, you know, he's a billionaire, too. He's spending money. You don't see anywhere near what you see on Bloomberg right now. Bloomberg is just and Bloomberg's concentrating his ads primarily um, heading up to Super Tuesday. So he's in South Carolina. He's going. He just skipped over New Hampshire, which, you know, made sense. New Hampshire and and um, and 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 what was it? I, I can't even remember. <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. He didn't even care. The didn't remix. Care. Yeah, the remix. Um, but anyway, um, you know, the stop and frisk issue is coming up a lot. The redlining issues are coming up a lot. And and people are going to have to make a choice. I mean, if it does come down um, to candidly Bernie and, and Bloomberg, because he's buying up so much at the at the at the um, I mean, Biden and Warren. Don't look so hot right now. It's going to be interesting because if Biden doesn't win South Carolina, um, people are asking him to really do some soul searching as to whether or not he should continue. I mean, it's coming down to that. But how do you think uh, South Carolina is Republican country? How I don't see how Biden could go in well, there and win it. Well, it, it has it's, it's, memo. it's only the primary. So only the Democrats are going to be voting for him. So this is this is not the general mm. election. So you, you primarily are just going to have you know, the like party voting uh, within the party. So this is this is the Democratic decision as to who comes out. So he feels that his opportunity with the black vote, which is, you know, predominant. Well, you got to this is going to be the, the real test of his black his black loyalty in South Carolina. And uh, he feels like the black vote's going to propel him. That's his what he calls the quote unquote firewall. You know, don't so, trust him. You don't trust him. Biden or Bloomberg. <laughs> Damn, dude. Who you trust? <laughs> who you got? None of them right now. Nobody. I, no, I trust the old guy. I just don't think he can win it. Well, you know, I, it, it's getting scary, y'all, for me, candidly. Um, it is. And, and I, don't um, see any, I don't think any of our candidates. Yeah. I think if Biden don't win or Bloomberg don't win, I don't think we're going to, I don't think the other two candidates can beat Trump. Do you think Bernie? Bernie can? People feel Bernie. Bernie. Bernie, Bernie's folks Trump. are energized. They they feel that because Bernie people are Bernie people, they're loyal to Bernie and they're energized, probably more energized okay. than most than Bur- than the Biden well, people. He, yeah. So he got more people than he had last year when he lost against Hillary <laughs> four years ago. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Bernie just had more millennials. That's the only thing. And if he doesn't, and that's yeah. that was four years ago. If he doesn't grab them, he he's on shaky ground. Yeah. At that's least my point, Zach. What's well, going to be interesting? Y'all. A lot I'm, of old, uh, yeah, I'm a lot to old folks traditionally, they're not buying with Bernie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just going to be interesting. I mean, right now, um, it, it's not a good place um, because of they're the not. fact it's, it's feeling. I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, y'all, but it's feeling like 2016. <laughs> it's it just kind of feeling like my 2016 problem with, again. My problem with Biden is buying such a strong candidate. Why are they struggling now? Is he doing anything? That's a whole. Like he just show. ride, like he just riding on a bummer coat to think they're gonna think they're gonna get him in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he's wrong. That's gonna work. He, he he's got to do some real heavy lifting and do it 
really soon. He's not doing it. I think he just. I think he think we're gonna vote for him because we we'll vote for Obama. <laughs> Wrong. Wow. That would be no. Yeah, be no. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Give me some sunshine. <laughs> Give me some. I mean, on, ain't no silver yeah. lining. In, no, no, no silver lining in this. Because he's not working, man. But if Biden losing, that means he ain't working. Well, how? Let me let me say this, y'all. And I'm, I'm gonna say this. And what is Biden? Biden's what seventy seven. Okay. Right? <laughs> he's I mean, Bernie. Bernie. I'm I'm just saying this. I think from a standpoint, he ain't working, man. He got to work. He want to win. Yeah, one he has to get his pass. He's Joe Biden is about to lose his invite to the cookout. That's all I'm <laughs> he sure is. All right, yeah, all right. Because he ain't got the brother with him no more. I think people don't realize when Obama won. Yeah, he worked. Yeah, he Obama worked did. It. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He worked it. Yeah, the other folks didn't work it. Hillary didn't work it. That's why she lost. Yeah, and yeah. that Biden ain't working. But is it me or have I have I missed a memo again? I haven't seen Barack and Michelle out there, you know, stomping, you know, like down to the corner for Joe Biden. Have I missed it or have they just no. not done it? And if they haven't done it yet, Obama, are they? You've not they? missed it. Basically, Obama you know, in that, that Obama only told Joe Biden to win the election. He ain't yeah. no fan of Biden. No, he's not. I agree. I think um, <laughs> he's intentionally stayed out. And Obama, candidly, and, and folks may not like me saying this, but Obama's about Obama's brand. I mean, Obama right now has uh, he, hell. He's a he's a uh, a mogul. <laughs> he's a media mogul. You know, he's invested in Netflix. He's doing documentaries. I mean, he's worried about his brand. They, they got books. Me, yeah, wait, huh? Obama <laughs> just won an Oscar for American Factory. That's what I'm saying. So. So, Mic drop. That's okay. A, so, wow. so he he's he's about that Obama Michelle brand. Michelle won a Grammy. Yeah, yeah. And Michelle won a Grammy last month. Mic drop again. So, that's, if you ain't good for the Obama, if you ain't good for the Obama brand, he ain't about to tie his. He ain't worried about. This. He ain't about to he tie his. Yeah, I mean, if he feels like, I mean, you know, these guys really know the deal. I mean, he's where he worked with him for eight years, so he really well, knows. I really think Obama, but I really think Obama. Doing, I think Democratic. The Democrat leader asked Obama Michelle to stay out of it. Which I think was a mistake. But anyway, I mean, it, it but, was a mistake. It, no. It definitely was a mistake. But they asked him to stay out of it. So they did. It's okay. Yeah. That's what y'all want. Fine. No, no skin off my back. Interesting. Okay. All right, y'all. Uh, anything else? I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with the Bernie and Pete show when it hits um, South Carolina. And um, and Nevada that's coming up uh, within the week and then within the next uh, three weeks, we'll be heading here to Georgia. So, you know, uh, I'm pulling for him. I just ain't got a love. Just ain't got a lot of love for him, but I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Tanya B, you ready for some tea? The mm -hmm. first part. If give we get that tea. Oh, yeah. Give us some tea. Take us, <laughs> take us to a better place. <laughs> take us well, to, take us to no. a better Let's place. <laughs> okay, so do we want ratchet reality or just take us to a better uh, place? Just take us take us to the no, I, I want like, I want the ratchet. Like <laughs> like okay, Wayne, like Wayne's world. I would like to say five on it to Byron Allen. I always called him that corny guy from that corny show I never watched. Yeah. But Byron Allen has very quietly done his thing. You know, he bought the Weather Channel for $300 million. Absolutely. And hopefully folks will keep and get more jobs because Byron Allen went and got $300 million more million and bought 11 TV stations. Wow. Good for wow. him. So I am not mad at him. You can call him corny. He, hey, he. I've heard a very extensive interview with him, and Byron Allen is far from. I mean, far from dumb. He's very intelligent, very well spoken. He really knows what time it is, and um, I see. You know, he's doing the things that people said he couldn't do, but he figured out, out a way to put his foot to their neck. And make them pay attention to him and and take him seriously because I don't even think Bill Cosby at the height of you know his so called uh, seat at the table it only had three legs in the chair when he <laughs> thought he was going to buy NBC I don't know if Bill Cosby knew how to get a hold of six hundred and five million dollars yeah well you know the the thing that he did which was brilliant um, and he did it quietly 
Uh, what Byron Allen basically did was he created a bunch of content and then he went nationally with that content and got it on all these stations. And then he just, you know, basically just sold ads into his content all across the country until he was able to buy his own. And and it was a smart thing. Right. I mean, he was really just a content creator. He created a bunch of content uh, and the show that, you know, you, you, you remember. Well, I, most of y'all don't remember back in the day, but real people was that corny show. Uh, yeah, he was on, and <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's what he is, or who am I to say? But he was connected all the mm-hmm. while. I mean, he, he he was connected to a lot of the folks in the comedy clubs. I think his his mother, his parents, knew all the the, the comedy uh, club owners, and you know that's that's a just you know one of those things. Really, you pay it. You 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 give him credit for networking. And just resilience. I mean, you know, you just keep building and building and building and building until, you know, in in these small little you would turn on like come in from the club drunk with a crystal in your hand or White Castle. And and, what you talking Mm. about? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you you can come in drunk with a a whopper, an impossible whopper in your hand and um, Mm. and turn on. You know, and you'd see Byron Allen like at three, four in the morning, but he did that all across the country and eventually it paid off. So good for him. Kudos to him. What you got next? Go ahead. I'm, I'm yeah, not going to hold you up because okay, so, okay. I know you got uh, okay, big parties. Okay, uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Yep. Um, Chance the Rapper and Common are going to perform. And um, I will be stationary for Jennifer Hudson uh singing the Kobe tribute. Wow. Uh, for those of you who missed it, and I will say I'm one of them. <laughs> Kanye had Sunday service this morning, y'all. <laughs> Wow. Did he behave? And I'll just say, well, mm-hmm. he didn't fall off his horse. I'll just leave it at that. Good. Um, and I'll just hopefully uh, the NBA All-Star strippers will not get robbed like <laughs> the they had the stripper bowl down in uh, Miami a few weeks ago and the strippers got robbed and some got stuck in the airport and didn't get paid. Oh, no. That ain't so, going to happen I'm in NBA. I'm talking about Chicago. It ain't going to happen in NBA. Mm-hmm. Just Okay. Mm, well, I didn't think it would happen anyway. Uh, Jesse Smollett, six new indictments for lying in Chicago. He probably won't go to jail, but nobody cares. And uh, I mean, you if you wanted more money, isn't there a better way to go about it? He made a really poor choice, and I think you know, a really damaging choice to his career for that. And speaking he, of damage, and but you know what? And, and bef- yeah, what? yeah, before you leave, go ahead, Vi, because I do want to mention something, ask you a question about oh, that I think, time. I think, I think he destroyed his career. Yeah. I think he's going to see some jail time. Not a long time, but I think he's going to see some with this new prosecutor. But the thing I want to ask, um, Tanya, do you think Journey, his sister, is going to be affected by all this craziness? I know she just, and I'm not saying the movie she just came out in which was uh, the DC Comics, um, uh, what is it, uh, Birds the of Prey. Thing, um, the the Birds of Prey. Not Ramona Quimby. Quick, um, no, no, it was yeah, Birds, of, yeah. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey with uh, with Harley Quinn. Whatever. Yeah. It didn't do well. God, see, I got the Quinn Quigley, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you expect it would? <laughs> well, I just think from her brand standpoint, um, she might have to drop Smollett. Because, you know, and, and I hate to say that because I like them as kid actors. I've always been a fan all the way back to, um, you know, when they did the uh, Eve's Bayou. And um, but, but, but then this, before that, they had that sitcom with uh, yeah, Ralph Harris. Yep. The, the TV show. The name of it, but but yeah. the, the Eve's Bayou mm-hmm. and, and even even the movie uh, where she did where she did the um, the great debaters with uh, with Denzel. She's always been a really good actress. I just hope, you know, this whole craziness isn't affecting their family. Because she's a very talented actress, and I, I'm just bringing that up, man. And that's what I hate to see. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, I just hope they can do get this done quick and move on. It's just time to move on from that. Yeah, I, I believe so too. And and if you think about it, the other siblings have not had a whole lot to say. It's just been journey, and I guess you know because she's you know aside from him, and even before him, she was the one that was you know more of the brand that we knew about. Yep. But I think she's going to have to just reevaluate things. And uh, we're saying Kim Fox is running for reelection, as you said, in in, um, in Chicago. But there are going to be some new prosecutors as well. So I, I and the African brothers that he paid to uh, beat him up. Yeah. That were white until after they beat him up, they were they became black again. 
What I happened? heard they are on food stamps, not doing wow. well, can't get any work, and they will be testifying against him wow. if this whole thing goes to court or yeah. someone gets deposed. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think it's going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I'll tell you what's not pretty. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, I'll be real quick with this. So just Tommy B, just hold, just <gasps> namaste. R. Kelly was scheduled for a, another bail hearing this week, but it's not going to happen. And here is why. He got hit with some more federal charges as well. Oh, uh, all this laundry list for him just is it's gone from like Alaska down to Miami and over to Cuba. Oh and now they know that he paid off people to be quiet. We know that we also found out the names of the prosecutors he was trying to um keep from getting these sex tapes and paying off people so that the prosecutors wouldn't see the tapes. But it didn't mean anything because um, Jim Derrick got us at the Chicago Sun Times had the tape anyway. Yeah. So now they have these young girls who are minors. OK, so there's another superseding indictment. Uh, and they only refer to these minors as like minor number six, minor number two. Wow. So minor number wow. six now replaces minor number two, which oh means, yes, they were underage. And now apparently they've found some asset that R. Kelly tried to hide. It's a company he has called Bass Productions. Mm -hmm. They're going after that. And then he owns, co-owns a company with his um, co-defendant. I'm putting him on blast because he is just all kinds of dumb donkey, stupid and dead, dirty, wrong. Darrell McDavid, <laughs> they're coming for your assets too because they're co-mingled with R. Kelly. Damn. And the thing that I find comical, <laughs> wait for it, uh, that I just call him Cuckoo Kukinski, R. Kelly's attorney. Yeah. He needs to stop saying that. We look forward to the day when he is free because guess what? Yeah. That ain't happening. So R. Yeah. Kelly's supposed to go back to court on March 5th and April. Then he's got the, you know, I'm on trial tour and all the other four states where he's got indictments and charges. So this is just really a bad movie. So That's crazy. there's your ratchet. I got something good to tell you. Yeah, go ahead and give us something good. You know what, what? I'm sorry. We got to say one more ratchet thing. Okay. Oh, see, see, she always tease me. <laughs> Go ahead. The baby got blasted on social media by his pregnant baby mama for having another woman pregnant at the same time. Who Can is you this? say hood twins? He gonna have hood twins. Al, the baby's making babies. Remember that song back in the day? <laughs> yeah, babies are making babies. Terry Thomas or something. Like okay. That? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. I guess the baby and his mother missed that one. Okay, something good. Okay. Kendrick Lamar's uh, so-called biography is coming out in October, but it's interesting because I don't know how involved he is, is with this whole thing, this with this biography. But hmm. it's interesting because you know I got to give it up to him. Pulitzer Prize, thirteen Grammys, you know, one of Time's most influential people. So I think if nothing else, because he's just kind of you haven't really heard about him, you know, getting into fights and swinging and no, fighting no. and shooting and. No. Blowing up the spot and falling off the club drunk. So the <laughs> no. butterfly effect cool. comes out in October. Good stuff. And here we go. The marathon continues, y'all. Nipsey on Netflix. What's this? Nip, nip, what? Nipsey on Netflix. The marathon continues. Nipsey, as oh. in hustle, oh, is cool. on Netflix. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. You know, the new Fox? Yes, yes. The marathon will continue. Can, can, can you give me a round of applause for Nipsey when right, I'm done? Yeah, let's do that. Um, of course, this, this, uh, this documentary, it was a bidding war, and it was well into the millions. And Netflix won the bid, as you know, we know that they do with Chappelle and Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Ava DuVernay is going to produce and direct this, this documentary, along with Jay-Z's Rock Nation. And they're also bringing in Nipsey's older kids. So, um, you know, they'll get paid. I think it's cool that they're making sure that his family is taken care of. And even down to the distribution element of this whole thing, Ava's company uh, is called, I think, uh, Array. Um, yeah, Array, her media and arts collective is also going to distribute the uh, documentary in conjunction with Nipsey Hussle's marathon films, which I think is awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, Tanya B, you got anything else? We're going to take a take a quick break um, because I do want to come back with a couple of things that happened this week and get your insight. Some more kind of tea-ish kind of activity. Uh, and and I'll, I'll, oh. I'll kind of tease it like this, okay? Let me see if, if I can. If I'll, I'll tease it like this. That's all I got to say. <laughs> 
That's all I got to well, say. I just have two. Uh, some people. Uh, okay, well, then we'll, we'll come talk back. quickly about the movie with Tupac being alive and uh, something to do with Charlie Wilson. But it's all good. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back in just a minute. Let's take this. Okay, break. let's do that. All right. Hit it. All right, y'all, we're coming back, G-Podcast, and it is uh, episode 20, and uh, I'm here with uh, Tanya B., our digital entertainment guru. Well, boy, Vi, what's going on? How you doing, man? Vi, uh, my brother from another mother. Great brother. Hanging in here. Life is good. Life is good. Life is good. And um, let, me, let, me, let me do this, y'all. Um, it was this kind of week this week, and, and it, it, was, it was an interesting week. I, I kind of anticipated one of them. I didn't expect the other, but but I'll I'll just play a little bit of it. This kind of way. Yes, they were. It was the apology week, y'all. And and Snoop Dogg. Snoop. <laughs> First of all, I mean, you know, I I'll say this. I'm gonna say this. Um he apologized, and correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. Jump in here. And I just want to clarify. His apology was really directed at his tone. Am I correct in saying that? Would, would that be the right way to say it? I'll agree with his tone. His tone in terms of, quote unquote, calling her out her name. Would you say that more so than his content, his reason, but not his... He didn't apologize for the re, apologize for the reason, I think he apologized more so for his tone in terms of how he came after her. Would you Would you agree, Tanya, or, or Tanya B disagree? I, I would, but every no, I agree. And every time I hear <laughs> when I play that thing back, yeah. and I hear what Snoop called her, yeah. yeah, he said it was such conviction. Yes, he did, and he was very deliberate about it. That part I get. Would I have chosen other words? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that he has a mother who will put her foot in his behind. Yeah. He said he wanted to sit down and talk with her privately. As if to say, Gail, we're not getting on TV. There will be no interview. Yeah. But he apologized for the way that he said it. He did not apologize for what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the brothers gave him a high five, but then mama waved a finger at him. Yes, he did. Yes, she did. And let me, let me, I'm no, going to go ahead and play it for, for some, some of our audience may not have, a, have, have had a chance to hear it or see it, but, but I'll play some of it. And, and the audio is a little wavery. I don't know why in the beginning it was almost like, you think his mama had his arm or, or had his, had a switch or a belt. <laughs> it's like, it's like he came up toward the camera then he pulled away. It was like he was saying it, but he, I don't know here. You hear it and be the judge. Here we go. Oh, you know the, that, that, that piece of skin right Here in the go. back of your upper forearm that if you've ever been pulled or pinched by um, yeah. a, a nana or a mother, I think she had him by the, so that by said, the forearm. Gail King. Here we go. I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions, me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacting. Yeah, the audio. Go ahead. I should have it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used, calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That was interesting the way the way it sounded compared to the other video. <laughs> but but anyway. 
that was uh that was Snoop and and um you know um you know I will say you know it was a manly it was you know I wish we could get some some kind of apology like that out of 45 you know everybody everybody's apologizing except 45 everybody's apologizing <laughs> you know we getting everybody to apologize except the president except 45 but uh, but anyway um you know I will give him credit for 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 stepping up and at least uh expressing the fact that he was wrong and and how he delivered the message could have been better should have been better yeah. so his agent probably has something to do with it also his who his agent you think his, or yeah they because you know snoop trying to change his image his agent said whoa dude you, yeah. what happened yeah that ain't the mother stood too we're trying to get out there now the guy singing gospel and the rapping gospel you can't be talking like that you're gonna try to change your image now yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we let you, you smoke the weed, but the language you can't have. Wow. That's interesting. Well, you know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, for the most part, um, you know, I, I I haven't seen anything, any kind of backlash toward his apology. I mean, it looks like, I mean, no, even, no. even Gail, uh, she did make a statement. She accepted the apology and moved on. And, um, you know, so hopefully, and you know what, here's the thing. I mean, I'm not really about these beefs and feuds, especially when it's that high profile, um, because, you know, you had these hashtags come up, you know, I'm with Snoop, I'm with, you know, Gail, I stand with Gail and all this. And you know what? I mean, right now we need to be focused on November 2020. And, and you know, these things like this, I know we have to report on them and talk about them, but but ultimately, it just gets our gets our focus off what's really going on, and and you know I, I'm just glad they squashed it, and I hope it stays squashed. It doesn't need to continue, so I'll leave it at that. Any other parting words? Any other uh, last words on that, Tanya B? Before we move on, Tanya B, <laughs> she'd have jumped off. She might have jumped off, um, but um, I will say this, y'all, um, and and I'm a, I'm gonna move on to the next thing here with. Um, Wendy Williams, um, because I, I want to get your thoughts on Wendy. And I know, I know. And we'll play the clip. Um, but Thursday, uh, and, and Vi, you watch Wendy? Are you following? I saw, I saw this when it went down. You saw, saw it when it, it went down. Well, let me, let me ask you this, because I didn't see it when it went down. I just heard about it later. And, you know, I have to ask myself, because when I watched it, I said, what was she thinking? Because let me ask you, Tanya B, could you sense that that was going to be problematic when it came out her mouth? At first, no. And then after, because there was some there was some things she said before that and then some things she said after. And then when she said, I think what really uh, tore the roof off the sucker, honestly, for me, was when she told men that they don't have periods or menstrual cycles. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, when she got to that part of it, of like, okay, you're getting messy now, mm -hmm. you know, but again, she has to remember that's the real hand that started to feed her because she has always had a very large LGBTQIA plus audience. Big time. And I, I just thought that wasn't the smartest thing to do. That was less than smart yeah. because, yeah. okay, you talking about stop wearing our dresses and stop wearing our heels. I'm like, if they didn't make, heels for the for the drag queen she wouldn't have any shoes yeah true enough hey let's do this let's play the clip and this is actually uh courtesy of et um the report they did and and then we'll we'll check out wendy's apology here we go look at here now um gay man you'll never be the woman that we are and no matter how gay wendy williams is in the hot seat once again this time, it's for comments she made about gay men on Thursday's episode of her show. We've got a lot to talk about. During Hot Topics, Wendy polled the audience to see who plans on celebrating Valentine's Day. She had this to say when men started clapping. Well, first of all, if you're a man and you're clapping, you're not even a part of this. Okay. <laughs> all right. You don't even understand the rules of the day. It's women going out and getting saucy. And then going back home. Yeah, you're not a part. I don't care if you're gay. You don't get a mency every 28 days. All right. And her comments, well, they didn't stop there. You can do a lot that we do, but I get offended by the idea that we go through something you will never go through. And stop wearing our skirts and our heels. <laughs> Thank you. 
for ourselves. Although the audience applauded, many viewers at home ran to social media to criticize the talk show host's comments. One Twitter user saying, quote, Wendy Williams, let the gays wear their skirts and heels. They are the reason you look good when you step out on your stage. Another saying, quote, at Wendy Williams, really? What sort of ignorance is coming out of your <laughs> mouth regarding gay hey. men wanting to be women? Really, Wendy? Look, we agree to disagree. Although Wendy's comments were met with a lot of backlash, some people online agreed with her. This fan tweeted, at Wendy Williams, thank you for saying what we as women want to scream every day. Hashtag gay men, hashtag let us have something. Later on in the show, Wendy made it very clear that she stands by everything she says on the show, saying, quote, I say it and I mean it. All right, y'all. So that was uh, courtesy of E.T. And now we got to do this. Now, here's Wendy. Y'all ready for this? Here we go. Hi. Um, I'll start by saying I apologize. I did not mean to offend my LGBTQ plus community. Uh, on yesterday's show, uh, I did not realize until I got home and I watched the second running of our show here in New York. And I always watch when I can to critique my delivery or, you know, the cameras, the lights, the, 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 you know, the audience, the, the camera. Like, I, I'm very persnickety about how I do my show. And one thing that I can tell you right now is that I never do the show in a place of malice. Uh, I understand my platform with the community from first grade to intermediate school to high school to college to radio and now to TV and um, I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings I'm just having a conversation if you know me long enough then you know bon vivant I don't even know what that means but it sounds fabulous in my mind, it means live and let live, bon vivant. And I live and let live every day. Life is too short. I'm 55 years old, and maybe I sounded like your auntie, your mother, your big sister, or somebody out of touch. I'm not out of touch, except for perhaps yesterday, by saying what I said. So I deeply apologize. And I deeply appreciate the support that I get from the community. <clears throat> I will do better. I appreciate you supporting me. All right. Thank you. Interesting. I mean, and, and let me say, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Wendy got on the line. I'm, I'm here to tell you. I I will say that when it comes down to her TV show and her enterprise, I mean, she pisses off that audience and it's a wrap, pretty much. I mean, I, I think. Um, and, um, you know, it, it, it shocked me to even see that pop up. And, and had, had that ever come up before, Tanya B? Had she ever said something like that on the show before? I don't she recall. said other things. She said other things, and she hasn't had to come out and publicly apologize to this level. Yeah, she's so always she's always, always like, said stuff that you know she knows how to throw you know shoot some arrows. But and she throws shade. That's why there are people who still to this day because of what happened on the radio yep. almost twenty years ago. Puffy. No matter what they want to promote, <laughs> they will not go on the Wendy Williams show. Method Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it goes deep. A lot of folks. So I think. Well, now after the last the last situation, yeah, I don't think Meth is going to be down with it at all. Because from what I understand, I think I shared this with you a couple weeks ago. She and Meth man used to have some conversations on the pillow. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. 
So, uh, and that's how, you know, she betrayed his trust with, you know, the situation with his wife's health crisis. So, mm, wow. that, that, you know, so you just can't run amok and do and say anything. She does not have that past. She doesn't have that, that seat at the table and she can't do that. And like you said, the minute she alienates that core base of her audience and it's not Rashida and peanut in them. Yeah. She will be back on a turnpike in Jersey because nobody will want her. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Fine? You you think, I mean, is Wendy Wendy just going too far? I mean Yeah. She crossed the line. I mean <laughs> what, what was her purpose? I'm trying to figure why what was her purpose in saying all that? Well, you know, even even with I guess when they were talking about the you know, the Valentine's Day, which is, you know, the women's opportunity, for, you know, to hang out on Valentine's night when, you know, you know, together as a group and the men were clapping. You know, that's when she jumped in. I think it started off as comedy. But correct me if I'm wrong, Tanya, because you were watching it and I saw the video of it. Um, it don't her, don't her, sound like don't her, sound like comedy. Well, her demeanor, her demeanor started to change when she mentioned the Mincy's and then she started talking about, you know, you know, we got to have our own thing. And, and it just seemed like it was like it was getting a little even the even the audience. I think, you know how you, you hear the clap start to kind of waver and people start to. Oh, my God. <laughs> you you got to feel you no, gotta, no, what do we do? And if you if you can see this clip and I, I wonder if it's still up in its original form on on YouTube. Yeah. You see the faces of the people in the audience yeah. audience primarily you know, the, the, the gay men who, yeah. you know, who she saw gay men da, da, and there was a guy and he was just kind of, you know, perf- he was just doing the most yeah. from the beginning. And then she put him on camera once, put him on camera twice. And she's like, okay, sit down or something along that line. Yeah. But, you know, I just thought of something because th- there was some word in the curb that her ratings were starting to take a dip. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, she is here, I think through 2022. Yeah. But when you want to stir up the pot, and start some controversy and get some publicity and have people tune in and get your ratings up just to see what she's going to do next. It could all be a stunt. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think she can but afford what she it. She said. Yeah. Go ahead. I think, but what she did, all this, all publicity will be good publicity, but that right there would turn people off from watching the show. Right. That was a stunt that went too far. That was a stunt went that went far. too far. Yeah. Way too far. That that ain't gonna hurt my. They're gonna hurt the gay community. To stop looking at a show, and and you know, no, it, and it's an industry. That's 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 a whole, uh, you know, basically that's a consumer group, a, a, a strong yeah, consumer a group, group that they a go powerful, after. A, group you, a powerful, powerful yeah. group. You do money. not want them. You do not want them against you. Ooh, you do not want them against okay, you. Because just like people stand out there in line to get into that show, could you imagine? Yeah. If they York. just had people in New York that were out there protesting, yeah, what huge. that would do to her show. How many markets where she would get dropped? How many sponsors she could potentially lose? It, you know, it's a—I mean, it's a money game. That's the reality of it. And you know, they probably went to her just like they went to uh, Snoop and said, uh, um, "Excuse me." Um, th- you know, her man Bernie probably said, "This is not cool. You've got to apologize. You even if you don't mean it." Because it seemed like she was really kind of stretching and looking for words that she could say without sounding completely dishonest or disingenuous about this apology. And if you look, if you, if you took a, did a loop of all of the, the dead air in that apology, mm-hmm. that would speak volume. Well, you know, the reality of it is this, um, her, her, her whole stick, her whole gig is completely connected to that culture. You know, the, the whole vocabulary, everything is tied to that culture. And if that culture deserts her, she can't survive purely on being a black host on network oh, on no. a network television show. And she cannot. And 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 she no, has and nowhere like to go when it comes down to a white audience. Staff, yeah. Yeah. Not just the guy who dresses her and does her hair and yeah. her you know, the the whole nine yards, even back to because I have some friends that worked there um that are in the lgbtq community even like the producer norman i'm like they will they will draw a fine line and that's just not a consumer base that you want to piss off yeah yeah it was it was it was a surprise i mean that's why 
you know, I want to mention it on the show. We'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, she always bounces back always, you know, for the most part, um, you know, but she did mention, I mean, you know, Wendy at 55 ain't Wendy at 35, you know, or Wendy, Wendy at 45. At <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, really, you know. So, so yeah. we'll, we'll, you she know. She should know better. You know. She should know better. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. And, and, you know, my whole thing, and, and I'm not all about, I'm not about the cancel culture. I'm not. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, people make mistakes, especially when they're in high profile situations like this. It just depends on how you come back from it. So we'll see how she comes back from it. And, you know, and we'll see what, what happens next. Any other thoughts on that, Tanya? Let's B? see who comes back better. Who comes back better, Gail, Wendy or Snoop? I think Snoop, actually. But let's see what what happens with the Gail and the Wendy. I don't I don't think Gail has. I mean, no, I don't think Snoop has that far to come back. I think Gail, Gail's got some explaining to do um you know that i think of the three i think gail probably has the furthest to go you know we'll see we'll see how that goes with gail and oprah mm-hmm. um what about all, you all the cred yeah. all the cred she got for the r kelly interview she lost it all when yeah. she did with this lisa leslie thing yeah. oh and mm, yes and well, then the same yeah. thing with gail uh-huh. you know th- that show was hanging on by a thread they just gave her a big raise but don't think they won't get rid of her behind and and you know change direction oh yeah so you know she She's not, you know, she doesn't get a pass either. Oh, yeah. Viacom. Nope. Nope. CBS. She's in trouble right now. Yeah. Big She's time. sweating bullets right now. And Oprah can't, Oprah can't save you, girl. Oprah can't save you. <laughs> hey, um, not this time, baby. Tanya B., you got any more to wrap up with the uh, with the tea? You got any more tea? Oh, I just want to say one thing, um, you know, and just rock with me on this. Everybody know, you know, Charlie Wilson came back and he is dipping it and doing it. He's got this big Forever Valentine song. He's selling out concerts left and right. And I'm really happy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just that I think he's got he's got he's on to something because um, the the his management team, which involves some people very close to him. I think they get ready to set up a big tour. And here is why mm-hmm. the same person that manages Charlie Wilson now manages Johnny Gill. Wow. Okay. And then they just signed uh Casey Haley. You remember, if you remember when Casey and Jojo had that, their redemption reality show, trying to get off the drugs and the alcohol, mm-hmm. um, Charlie Wilson came and talked to them because he had been, you know, where they had, where they were going and had gone. Yeah. So maybe something, something, um, clicked, you know, to take a chance on Casey Haley because his voice had gone to hell That's in a handbasket. Charlie oh, came back with a together. voice. <laughs> Damn, Casey. But I think, yeah, I you know, Charlie, uh, you're, uh, Casey on his worst day, I mean, uh, Casey on his best day could be Charlie on his worst day, but yeah. could you see this tour? Casey Haley, Johnny Gill, starring Charlie Wilson. Can you see the collaborations? I think there's going to be a lot more to come from this situation, and I am here for it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I just hope, I just hope Casey's ready for it. Yeah, so, ain't Johnny got a new song out too? Probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Johnny, he does, uh, yeah. With, uh, him and Ralph Fresman, they work with a lot of the same uh, writers and producers. Yeah, uh, yeah namely, I saw that. Um, I got shout out to my boy Jackie Boy uh, Carlos Batty, who wrote "I'm Blessed for Charlie." He wrote cool. this one for me and you for Johnny, and he also wrote Johnny's last number one song, "Soul of a Woman." So, ow, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? I know you got you got, I'm big, done, you got I big things. I don't believe <laughs> this new documentary, Tupac is not alive. I saw a Tupac look alike on the Wendy show. Then they're talking about it. is, you know, the whole thing. The, the whole thing. Well, you look like David Banner. Those That's what I'm saying. I look Y'all gotta like see the camera. David ba- you know, you know you are David Banner. Well, you know, there's there's some talk now about uh, reopening the case of Malcolm X and his murder. Yeah. And I don't know why people will not let James Brown rest in peace in his daughter's living room. Was James Brown murdered? Mm. Next, yeah, I saw that, but you know I what? I, I got to say this because I don't think you explain what's going on with this Tupac thing. There's a the filmmaker basically has indicated that Tupac basically faked his death, and because he knew he was there was a hit on him when he was in Vegas, and they flew him out, if I'm correct, from Vegas mm. to. An, uh, an Indian reservation. Where at? In um, some kind of, was it a Navajo? New Mexico. In New Mexico. And he's been living on the, the reservation with the Navajos like since that night. You know, and um, so he's still alive. There's this filmmaker. I told y'all. 
Tupac is alive. And so is JFK, who'd be 101, and so is Elvis. Lord Jesus. <laughs> she's not a she's not a believer. <laughs> Here we go. All right, y'all. Um, hey, I, I, a couple of things, and I'm gonna wrap with this. Um, I, and I don't know if y'all ha- have ever seen. I've heard about it, familiar with it. Um, the um, Disney movie Queen of Katway. Um, it's about um, this young girl in oh, I think yeah. Ugandan um, who, who who goes on to be a chess champion. Uh, an actress, 15 years old, Nikita Pearl Waligwa, mm-hmm. um, lost her battle with, 15 years old, uh, died of a brain tumor. She was in that movie, probably your kids, if you haven't seen it. Um, but she was the one who taught the girl how to play chess. And she passed away just, you know, within the last day or so. Also, if you've ever seen the movie yeah. Uptown Saturday Night, Paula Kelly, uh, just an actress, character actress, played, you know, been in a lot of like good times, um, a lot of the night court episodes the series but she was um, a bailiff she yep, was also yep. when um jojo dancer was richard Pryor. yep she was in jojo dancer uh she was in the movie back in the day because she was a dancer even bob fossey if, you, if you've heard of bob fossey the great bob fossey jazz dancer said that he was one of, she was one of the best dancers he'd ever seen uh she was in yeah, the movie uh, sweet charity i did not know she was a dancer yeah i saw that I, I yeah, she was, uh, she's in sweet charity one of the first black women you know to even do to, to have a major role like that that was actually mm-hmm. for lack of a better term made for someone who did not look like her but paula kelly she was a quiet giant she was no she was no joke she yeah. was no yeah. joke one of my I favorite sci-fi history. movies uh soyant green uh, with uh, Charles Charlton Heston back in the day, she was seventy-seven. She passed away, so you know, rest in peace. You know, definitely, we lost. Uh, yes, awesome, good folks this week. So, just want to want to want to remind folks about those folks, especially during Black History Month. Um, and don't forget, Castropolis Podcast Network is streaming on My Tuna Radio, y'all. Make sure you get the My Tuna Radio app, and you can check us out every week. Uh, it is on um, our uh, Instagram link at. This is, you can go there. This is the G Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, we're at the G Podcast One. Uh, Tanya B, tell them how, you, how they can find you, by the way. Oh, I'm on the gram, T Bird Atlanta, T B Y R D Atlanta. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I post content to educate, uplift, and enlighten independent artists, record labels, and anyone who is a creator. So please check it out. Uh, I just want people to, again, mind your business and don't get caught up in the show. There you go. Vi, you want people to find you, man? (laughs) Hey, but Tanya B, Tanya B, before you go, Tanya, and I know you got to go to your party. We got to wrap. We got to wrap this. But but Tanya B, can we get, can we, can we go out? Can we go out on this? Well, here's the, here's the gag. Now, if you if you look at your uh, at your uh, both your phones, what I did today was um, it was Valentine's Day. I'm not I don't get all hyped up on that, but it's also Heart Health Month. And seriously, though, thank you for, for bringing that up because uh, heart disease is the number one killer of African American women because it's often undetected. Uh, it's not cancer. It's not diabetes. It's not high blood pressure. The number one killer of women of color is heart disease. Please get your heart checked so you can be around for those who love you. So what I did was um, I made a display this uh, yesterday. I spent that was my date. Um, I, you know, I've, I'm a scratch baker. I don't believe in boxes. So I made uh, red velvet cupcakes and I made strawberry shortcake mm, cupcakes yum. with fresh strawberries. And that was what I did today. So um, there will right now I haven't cooked anything and I think we might try to stay healthy again. Um, soul food, but I'm thinking fried oysters or some broiled garlic, lemon, butter, salmon. Nice. So I'll see. We're trying to be healthy. All right. I don't we know gotta, for how much longer. Cause Lord knows. I know what I you're saying. A, not a, as they say down here in Atlanta, I got a poke chop with my name on it. <laughs> macaroni and Hey, Tanya B, you promised this now. Next week, can I tease? Can I I tease? Now, wait a minute. Can I tease this? Can I tease this right here? Coming up next week on the show. Oh, um, no, you can't. (laughs) Oh, Oh, and I I know, and here is why. No, don't say it. Don't even tell me. No, but go ahead. Go ahead. I I know she's in London. I just want to give people. 
the correct yes um that is the grammy nominated shirley jones of the jones girls the only uh lead, she's a lead singer but the remaining surviving sister um she's actually on her way over to sold out shows over in london at a place called the hideaway so well i don't know i could tell you because you can't get in mm-hmm. but um shirley said that she will join us are you ready mm-hmm. drum roll um i can give um, you a, an applause March 7th, <laughs> oh, yeah. applause, drum roll. March 7th, March 7th, Shirley Jones will be in the house. Well, that's kind of almost March 8th. But, but um, she's got a lot to talk about, a lot going in. I think she's just a, a real, just great teacher for these young girls to think they can sing because, um, you know, she did Who Can I Run To, Nights Over Egypt, You Gonna Make Me Love Somebody Else with the Jones Girls. Um, there's also uh, a hip-hop group that has taken... Um, that song um, and uh, giving it a nice little contemporary spring, you know, a little twist to it. But the other thing is, you know, she comes from some good stock, of course, gospel singing family from Detroit. Um, and, uh, you know, she has a great story about how she and her sisters became the backup vocalist for Diana Ross and how she helped them get them a major record deal with Kenny Gamble. Yep. Big time. And, and this is, I mean, I, I, I you know, you know, not, over, not only with like, who can I run to, um and and the other songs they did but night over nights over egypt is just good that song it's a class a classic it it reminds me of i don't know and and i'm i know you got to run but it reminds me of listening to r&b radio like on sundays you know every time i hear that song you know how you you remember how the sunday music used to go like you know the the, on on a lot of the urban stations man it's just when i hear that song man it was just like that's just and that song was used in the clubs too so it actually yeah. even enough before the term crossover became a term yeah. that was a crossover record awesome looking forward to it looking forward to it alright y'all oh, with- I, I, don't, don't think don't sleep on it I got some stuff a coming I got it a coming not coming a coming there's a difference <laughs> good stuff good stuff on that, on that note y'all uh, episode 20 is in the can. Bye. Take care. Tanya B, take care. Peace. Be safe out peace, there. Brother, and on that, don't be jumping that peace out there. <laughs> we out of here. Peace is in. Peace. Right, some chit- Later, y'all. <laughs> Later, y'all. Ooh, fried chitlin. Eat chitlin. Uh. <laughs> fried chitlin. Bye. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.